Hello, and welcome back to another week on What's the up? podcast. My name's Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like a little jump in the gun a little bit. As you can see, we're at a different spot. We've got two people here, two guests. Brandon. This is huge. The right and let's time. go ahead and introduce My our name's Brandon. What's up? <laughs> We've got Brandon and... I'm Bay. Bay. What's up? These are my friends. They... Uh, they work at one church yep. in Gehanna. We're also married. Yes, they are married to each other. Um, and we've actually to been each other. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> That's important to note. Um, and we've actually been friends for a really long time. Brandon and I have been friends since. Since, ever, uh, maybe? I don't know, like we were like 10. Yeah, maybe like eight. And Mary and I have known each other since we, before we were born. Yeah, <laughs> did we? <laughs> no, probably. We go way back. No, probably like, I don't know, I was maybe like a sophomore in high school when I met you, I think. It was like 2015. Yeah, okay, so a junior. Mary would not be where school. she is without me today. <laughs> you know, and I'd be a whole and, lot farther. And I would not be here where I am without Mary yeah. today. <laughs> Mary would be a whole lot more successful yeah. if it wasn't for me. No, we have, yeah, grown up <laughs> together. And even Brandon and I were just talking about this. We actually moved to the Columbus area from Akron the same, uh, one week apart. Yes. And, but to different churches. He moved Except to I church. actually live in Columbus. Yeah, and I just <laughs> say I do. And then she says Columbus, and then it's like not, it's like Lancaster. It's close. Outside. No, it's close. It's just do about. Do I say it right? Lancaster. Lancaster. It's a cute place. Lancaster. It's a sweet place. There you go. Lancaster. Yeah, you got it. You got spot on. It's cool to see Mary doing youth ministry, though, because we were in, we did youth group together. Yeah. And there was a time where we were kind of leading our, our church youth group together. Yeah, so it was very fun. The, the progression. Yeah, the progression. It was fun. Brandon, definitely, even when he said jokingly, like, Mary wouldn't be where she is today without me. That's it's a little bit true because <laughs> um, I was, I felt like I was pretty competitive with you, and so I was always trying to d be better than Brandon <laughs> most of the time. And so, I mean, hey, surround yourself by, you know, intelligent people who are better at the things you are, and you're bound to be better. Which is interesting because I'm competitive with myself, though. So yeah. I'm also always trying to be better than Brandon, <laughs> which can be toxic, as we'll probably get into it some. Sure, point. absolutely. I, I'm just Miss Lunch, so. So Bay's gonna be making. Yeah, she didn't know that she was gonna be on until we walked in. There was three microphones. Yes, and she so said, "Interesting. Can I still make my peanut butter and jelly sandwich?" Also, so. we haven't announced this yet. By the time that this comes out, we'll announce it though. Bay's pregnant. Woo! Times two. Thank you. Yeah. Is that with, how that works? With <laughs> twins, actually. Pregnant squared. And everyone that I've told thinks I'm kidding, so can you guys confirm that I'm not kidding? It's yes, true. She's pregnant this. with twins. It's very, it's very Go check our social very media true. platform on if we have announced it by the time that this is, comes out. If we have not announced it, don't tell anybody. Pretend you like keep you it on the hear. down low. Yeah, just, just don't tell anyone. Like or just share this podcast as much as you can as with the first mom. announcement. <laughs> <laughs> This can they can hear it here first, yeah. you know, Wait, what better no, place? Please nobody judge me on how I'm making this sandwich. I feel like we I feel like at some point you I, <laughs> like everyone needs to have a how to make the best PB&J. Yep. Because I do. I can like already tell you're doing it wrong. I no. I feel like I make like this is perfect. You have to do peanut butter on both sides so the jam side doesn't get what? soggy. What? Yeah. Like just like a thin I think, layer. I think in the like post doesn't get of this soggy. How long does it take <laughs> for you to make peanut butter and jelly? Well, you the, know, in the post, I need you to like freeze frame my face when you said that. Okay, <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> Mary's taking really ten hours to make peanut butter. That's and jelly. like yeah, I don't the perfect amount I don't want it to of each up. Yeah, I would say the mm. the most common mistake has well, to fall out of 
all the sides. Yeah, I was the most say common the mistake that side. you do not make, but other people make, Thank is you. not enough Thank jelly. That's, that's also, I th- love jelly. that bread has a hole on the bottom side, so that. So wouldn't a peanut butter been great to plug that up? No, you just have that <laughs> facing up. Oh well. Yeah. Oh well. Enough about peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> enough about peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Brandon, do you have anything? He said just before. I was trying to decide which embarrassing story of Mary to tell from our childhood. Disrespectful. And out of all the ones, I decided to tell one about when we were in youth ministry together, or youth group together, rather. Mm-hmm. Do you know what story it is? I think I have an idea. <laughs> and we took a trip to Cedar Point. The frog. <laughs> it have to do with the frog. <laughs> I sent really quick because I don't have a story. I sent Mary a uh, reel the other day or TikTok or something of just a ton of frogs. Yeah, disrespectful. Oh, if you don't know Mary, this about me, I have an extreme frog phobia. I can't explain it. And I when hate I was it, when I, I was do. your age, I'm assuming you guys are younger since this is a youth podcast. I thought it would be funny. Target audience, <laughs> sixty years old. I thought yeah. it would be funny to to like encourage that fear. Mean. Really, was never funny. Mean. Like rarely ever funny. So actually, it was before I really under i think i knew that mary was kind of afraid of frogs but i didn't think i knew the degree (laughs) and we got back from cedar point our youth group went to cedar point and then so it was like i don't know eight o'clock at night and i found uh like have you ever seen like the tiny frogs i found like a really small frog we were waiting for our parents to pick us up in the church parking lot and abby do they know abby yeah okay abby like mary's best friend was like oh you should go give that to mary and I think I knew that Mary was afraid of frogs. I don't think I knew the degree. Disrespectful of Abby. I didn't so know that. I, you didn't? <laughs> no. You thought I was just mean? Yeah. So I walk. Th- well, it gets way worse. So I walk right. up to Mary and I'm like, hey, Mary, found this frog. Do you want it? And she was like, no, 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 no. And I was like, oh, this will be funny. And I like threw it at her and it just went down her <laughs> shirt. Was no, not funny. Wait, not funny. Yes. Was to not funny. To have a fear and then be trapped with a frog then. Like, if it's your biggest fear and then now it's just with you. Like, I was mortified. It definitely fueled that fear. And if any of you were on the mission trip with us last week, there was, we were in Dominican Republic, or two weeks ago, I guess. Do they have um, frogs there? Huge. As big as tennis shoes. Like, I'm not exaggerating. These frogs were <laughs> as big as, like, Kyle's sneaker. And I was gagging. I was mortified. But there was also, How did yes, you sleep at night. I didn't. And I genuinely like as big didn't as your sleep. Head? It, it was so big, Brandon. The belly on it was as big as my head. And so the, um, there was also tarantulas. And I was like, I literally oh would rather gosh. have that tarantula in my bed than even look at one of these frogs. Like the, I am so afraid of frogs. So last week was a hard time for me, <laughs> but it also was incredible. Yeah, but we and were able to give back, right? Yes. It was amazing. Love the Dominican. Yes. Generally. It was absolutely beautiful. And if you were there, you crushed it, did a great job. And if you weren't there, you, you still crushed it. You still crushed it, but you there's, you know, you. the reason why they got to go is because they were student leaders. So if you're interested oh. in going on a mission trip and you're not a student leader currently, make sure that in the fall, when our youth season starts back up, you can ask about it and, potentially be welcomed onto that team and then you'll have the opportunity but let's get into what we're going to be talking about today last week we talked about healthy friendships and relationships and we were all joking around like that would have been a great topic for us Mm -hmm. because we've all been friends for a very long time and I would say that these are two friends in my life that are in that category they tell me hard things doesn't really matter like if it's going to hurt my feelings or if it's what I want to hear per se Um, I think that we've all done that for each other at several different seasons throughout our lives. So they definitely fit into that category. But this week we're going to be talking about kind of something that goes right along with it. We're going to be talking about how to receive healthy critique and what that looks like from our angle, 
why you need to receive it, and who you should be receiving it from. Let me start by asking, raise your hand if it's easy for, naturally, easy for you to receive feedback. No, not me. <laughs> it, is, it is naturally, I don't know why, I'm not perfect, uh -huh. but it is not hard for me to receive feedback. No, naturally. it's hard for me. Mm -hmm. it's hard for me and in different seasons of my life especially when I first started in my career if I, I I so if you know anything about the Enneagram I'm an Enneagram three I actually think Bay is too um everything is my Eight. my work and achieving and not necessarily my work oh, but it's being sense. good mm -hmm. at something like if I'm told I'm not good at something it doesn't only like just like make me want to like be better because it does make me want to be better but it also like hurts so deeply because I had all of my like heart and soul and energy into that job mm -hmm. or into like what I was doing and so critique was I think especially hard for me maybe for you too and yeah. Brandon like you well I think I'll, I'll clarify I think like there is areas where critiques are hard to hear yeah but I don't um I'm not gonna lie like it's really rare that like feedback comes my way that I feel like I like embarrassed or like yeah. I, I, I kind of bring it on myself, sure. which I think is important to talk about too. Cause I think that that's a way to make it what's like the Mary Poppins sugar. Yeah. spoonful of sugar makes like, the medicine like, go down. <laughs> and honestly, like fe feedback is probably the main reason why I've grown the way that I have yeah. grown and as quickly as I have grown, but like everyone with pretty much everyone's like, yeah, I'll take feedback at least in our sphere yeah. of people. But like you can tell pretty quickly if they actually want feedback right. or if they just want you to tell them that what they did was good. Mm -hmm. Right. And I, I've i gained a lot of um, like trust with the leaders in my life by saying, hey, I want some feedback. And then <clears throat> when they've said, oh man, I thought it was great. Being like, no, like what, like how, how was this? Yeah. Like, or, or like being specific mm -hmm. with like, like we all sing me at a minor level compared to you guys. But saying like, "Hey, did that sound pitchy?" Right, is is easier than saying, "Hey, how did that sound?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be honest, if someone comes up to me and says, "Hey, how did that sound?" Especially if I'm not really close to yeah, them. Yeah, you're gonna be like, "Good." Oh, uh, yeah, it sounded yeah, great. But if they good. say, "Hey, was that like I was I I felt out of breath? Was that a little pitchy?" You could be like, "Uh, honestly, I wasn't listening." Or right. yeah, maybe it was a little bit. But yeah. it just makes the conversation a little easier. Right. I think that it's it's been easy for me because I'm so growth minded. I want to grow so badly that like any, I mean, eights are really, uh, vulnerability is tough, but also like they want to just destroy weakness and like right. set it on fire. So anything that I see inside of myself, that's, that's considered weakness. I just want to expose it and crush right. it. So I think that that's why it has been easier for me, but there is times where it's like, Oh, that was tough to hear. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I, I do like, I don't, it doesn't like get me down. Like it doesn't ruin my day. I kind of yeah. just like take it And off. it shouldn't. And that, yeah. and that's a huge thing. Like it can, like you can take two examples of like, you look at it through a lens of in a really healthy way. Like they're telling me this because it is going to make me better in the future where sometimes it's easy to go on the defense and look at it as like, they don't understand all the work that I put into that, or they just don't have the eye for it. Like I did, or they don't understand, like they're seeing it from the wrong angle and it's easy to get super defensive, yeah. which I have a really bad habit of. Um, but you need critique to improve. You need it so badly. And so Bay, do you have like an example, like a situation in your life where like you've received critique and it's changed things for you or it's shaped a way and you received it in that way. It wasn't yeah. 
um, or maybe it was hard in the beginning or anything like that. Yeah, I the first time <clears throat> that Brandon gave me feedback, I literally cried. cried. Like, <laughs> I don't, it was, I think about leading worship and I asked for it or maybe I didn't, but regardless, it's like the closest person to me. Right. And it made me cry. But the more, one, the, like you said, that your mindset in receiving it, I think the more that I received feedback from Brandon and the more that he also paired with encouragement Mm -hmm. and paired with reminders that, hey, I like, I'm going to give you this feedback, but hear my heart in it. Like, I love you and I, I'm only telling you this so that it makes you better. Right. Um, so that you can apply it. It had to be paired with that for me to learn how to accept it and how to yeah let it make me better but it it has to come with a lot of trust of the person so I think uh, and now I love it like I I ask for it all the time or um or even when I don't ask for it I have to remind myself of that that heart space and head space for myself and of Brandon we we a lot of the time um this has been something that in our relationship and like friendships and everything we have this kind of saying that we've like claimed with each other of always reminding each other that we always have the best intentions in mind for each other and I think um so there's that always believe that the other person has the best intentions in mind whether it's your friend your parents even if even if you maybe really really don't believe that they do it's only gonna hurt you if you believe the opposite um so believing that the other person has the best intentions in Mm -hmm. mind when they're giving you feedback um or criticism and well and if that fear is there you can always align the feedback with scripture exactly or align it with someone else that you trust you know who has a mind for ministry and a mind for like a godly lifestyle like if you're doubting um feedback and it's not just like in from the sense from the angle of like that hurts my feelings, but it's like, I don't know that that feedback is good. And Mm -hmm. you're kind of struggling with like, do I do that? Do I not go to scripture? I mean, there is a perfect outline right there. And, and if it's not aligning with scripture, if it directly opposes scripture, then, then you can start doubting things and then you can go from that angle, but never let, like, if it does align with scripture, it's, it's a heart issue at that point Mm -hmm. on your part. We, at the, our church, we say that we have, um, superpowers and one of them is being unoffendable yeah and uh what that means is well honest evaluation is a is a cultural behaviors of ours and um we say we're all approachable and we're all unoffendable so literally when i got to one church i was 19 our pastor would preach a message and i would give him feedback on his Mm -hmm. message never preached a message in my life did not go to bible school kind of stupid but I would still say, hey, I think this point was kind of confusing to me. And he would take the feedback and, yeah. and he would make adjustments. Um, una- unoffendable to us means uh, if someone is trying to offend you, then they're just a jerk. Mm-hmm. Right. And so why am I going to give them the pleasure of offending yeah. me? Yeah. The, the, your punishment for being a jerk is I'm not going to let you offend me. Right. Mm-hmm. And if someone's not trying to offend you, like when I was giving you feedback on leading worship, then why would you be offended? Like mm-hmm. that's that's right. not my intention. So I I think that and then a note for people giving feedback is, check your heart on where where that's coming from because like it, it could very possibly be coming from a selfish heart place. Mm-hmm. So if someone is giving you feedback and and their heart place is selfish, then don't be offended because they're they're a jerk and their right. punishment for being a jerk is not getting 
you don't get to be offended. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if they're not, if, if it is coming from a selfless heart place, then, then why would you be offended? They're, they're just loving you and trying to make you better. And I think that that's what I realized early on. Yeah. And it has led to where the, the culture that I'm at currently is because I was in a culture where feedback wasn't common. And it frustrated me because I would go lead worship. And I've had to grow a lot in my worship leading because singing doesn't come naturally for me. And I would ask for feedback and the feedback wouldn't be given. Right. And my thought process was if you really loved me, you wouldn't let me go up there and sing or lead or play an instrument not to the best of my ability so if i do sound pitchy and you're not telling me that i sound pitchy do you really love me right and that's where that feedback came out of is like hey i think that whatever it was i don't even remember it that the song was a little pitchy that's me saying that because i love you and because i don't want you to embarrass yourself in front of people even though it you're probably not embarrassing yourself but sure i i think that those are important notes when receiving feedback and giving feedback is really checking the heart place because we're all humans and, and people are going to give you feedback with unpure intentions. You just can't hang on to that. Right. You, you just got to keep, you got to keep operating. The last thing I'll say um, is you were talking about how it's now easier to receive feedback. And I think that this is true with anyone that's in that, in that area of your life. Like yeah. there, there's going to be areas of your life where you're a little insecure mm-hmm. and the feedback hurts a little more than it, than it hurts. Like we're about to walk into a new season where you're a mom. I'm sure it's going to be hard to receive feedback being a mom. I forgot. <laughs> like, like for, for me, for me being a dad, it's going to be hard to receive feedback because I'm not confident in being a dad. Right. Like, I don't, I don't know what that's like. So I, I want to have some kind of sense of like, I have all my crap together, but I'm not going to have all my crap together. Right. So it's, it's just leaning into the people around you. But I do think that there will be areas where you, you might be good at it and then areas where you're not, might yeah, be not sure. as good at, at it. That's and that's just revealing yeah. what's going on internally on what you might be insecure of or, Absolutely. or stuff like that. Absolutely. And I do want to bring up a scripture that kind of goes along with it. Proverbs 15, 31 through 33. It says, whoever heeds life-giving correction will be at home among the wise. Mm -hmm. Those who disregard discipline despise themselves, but the one who heeds correction gains understanding. Wisdom's instruction is the fear of the Lord and the humility that comes before it and humility comes before honor. So basically like exactly what we've been talking about, not taking discipline or correction is an act of like despising yourself that kind of goes along with what Brandon was saying when he was in a season of no critique he didn't feel loved he didn't feel like people were like pouring into his life because that criticism wasn't there and when he then walked into a season where it was there it was like love an act of loving himself of let allowing himself to grow and ask questions and sometimes critique you know it doesn't feel good because it's not praise but it is it should feel good because it's an act of loving yourself and the same on like our end Mm -hmm. where we had to kind of more get there like we had to convince ourselves it felt like an act of loving ourselves to go on the defense at least it did for me it felt like a way that to love myself by defending myself defending my heart defending my thoughts um and how I was working and that's just my heart and mind were connected to what I was doing and the product I was, you know, producing. And when critique would come, it felt like an attack on that. Mm -hmm. And so I would go on the defense, but that wasn't an act of loving myself. That, I mean, it's unwise. It says it is unwise and it's destructive, but when humility is put first. And so guys, when your parents bring constructive criticism, when they say like, hey, every single time you come home from that friend's house, you have a bad attitude. Check yourself, check your friends. And you get defensive immediately. Why? Mm -hmm. 
Why are you getting defensive immediately? Because with that criticism from people who love you, from people who do have that, you know, mindset for you, why are you getting defensive? Why are you not humbling yourself and looking around? And it is, it's an act of love. When your Mm -hmm. teachers are saying you are, your grades are slipping, what's going on? When your youth leaders are saying like, hey, you're being kind of mean at youth or your friends are like, you keep lying to me. What's going on? Guys, any of these things, when you receive constructive criticism, if your automatic reaction is to go on the defense, one, that's okay. That's natural. It, for most people, that's natural. Um, but check yourself and, and speak the scripture into your life of whoever heeds life-giving correction will be at home among the wise. I'm sure you want to be at home among the wise, meaning you are one of the wise. You are, you are a wise person. Those who disregard discipline despise themselves. Don't do that to yourself. Treat it as an act of love upon yourself to walk forward, receiving criticism and allowing it to speak into your lives. And and from that place, you'll grow. And if your heart is to be good, if it's to be great at something and that's why the defense comes, adjust your mindset kind of to where Brandon's was of I want to be great. And even what he said in the beginning where I always said, you know, I was constantly like looking at Brandon. Where was he? How can I get to where he is or even get up ahead? Which was, you know, I was running. (laughs) But Brandon was like, I kind of was, you know, competing with myself. I was just always trying to be better than I was that day. Which can be healthy or unhealthy. Sure. I I think think you got to find the balance between never being content and always being content. Yeah. And and that's where, like, I, I don't know. I don't know how he- probably for both of us it wasn't healthy because we're so young and trying yeah. to figure it out but like you you got to be content where you're at um because you're fully loved and fully known and fully accepted and you don't need to be um successful mm-hmm. or or do anything to uh gain god's love but at the same time we do have a mission and, and we yeah. are here for a purpose and um it should be your goal to run your leg of the race as, as good yep. as you possibly can. And so that requires you never being content because yeah, you could, good. you could sit down and be lazy your whole life and, and not reach people and not uh, share God's love and die and probably go to heaven. But like we, we, we do have a mission. We are here right. for a reason. That's good. That's so good. I was going to say, I think I, I was thinking about this a long time ago. There's a difference between being smart and being wise. I think smart people, it's kind of natural. Right. Like it's, you're just kind of born with it. Like someone that gets good, grades or a good ACT score. I think a wise person is dependent on who you're around. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I like, that's so good. What, na- what came naturally to me. And there's a lot of stuff that does not come naturally to me that I would love to talk about if anyone wants to talk about, yeah. but what came naturally to me is surrounding myself with people who are going to shoot me straight and be honest yeah. with me because, um, such a key part of being wise or being successful in any aspect of life, being a healthy person, friend, being a healthy sibling, being a healthy dad someday, mom someday, leader someday, uh, a healthy worker is, is having self-awareness, yeah. knowing the areas where you're good, knowing where the areas that you're not good. And you can only get so much self-awareness by yourself in a vacuum. Right. Yeah. So what, what came naturally to me, and I'm so thankful that it did was saying, Hey, I'm going to surround myself with people who are going to be honest with me, yeah. who want the best for me. Right. Um, just cause I think that, uh, you have to have self-awareness to be look, look at yeah. everyone in your life that you, that you admire. They, they probably know a lot about right. themselves. Yeah, absolutely. I, on the flip side, Mary and I have, this is part of our story as friends, but on the flip side, I think I went through a time in high school, like we probably would have mm-hmm. been in high school. Um, 
where I was not surrounding myself with people who were those wise people who wanted the best for me. And when you said that, Brandon, about being smart versus wise, smart too. Someone who's smart can also manipulate. Someone who's smart can also... You smart know. people can be successful. Yeah. Right. But someone who's smart can manipulate w- or, you know, fill in the blank, but wise people. Um, I think there's, to be wise, there's also so much truth in, yeah. you, you have to pair truth with wisdom. All of this to say, I was not surrounding myself with people who wanted the best for me. They might have um, said that they did or tried to act like they did, but it was really clear to my parents that I wasn't around people who wanted the best for me and um, who were, whether I realized I was being led or not, um, just kind of being led away from the Lord and away from um, who I really was. And Mary also, Mary was one of those people who, like my parents, she saw that I was in that place and was led by the Lord and obedient in speaking truth into my life and reminding me of who I was and reminding me that um, who I wasn't Um, and that changed everything for me but I really didn't want to hear it I really didn't want to hear it from my parents when they said hey Mm -hmm. we love you but we will not let you hang out with those people anymore Um, And then Mary, again, was one of those friends who she said something. She knew the people. She said something to me, but um, it completely changed things. And having multiple people come to me and say that, too, was, like you said, it it could be at the defense of if I'm in a place of immaturity or insecurity. Yeah. It's really difficult. It was really difficult to say, okay, these people want the best for me, Mary and my parents, and these people want the best for me, but do I want the best for me? Like, am I going to actually listen Mm -hmm. and care enough about what they think and kind of wrestle with that and take it to the Lord and say, okay, God, like, what is your truth in this? Is it them or is it not? And it was so clearly that you guys were wise and that you guys wanted the best for me. And and then it was a complete 180 shift yeah. of God leading me out of that. But I don't know. Yeah, that and that does, it does when you're in a situation like that. And I'm sure a lot of you can relate to the exact situation mm-hmm. that they just talked about where people are like, you're not the same or you're changing or you kind of have conviction about some of the things that you tend yeah. to do with those people. And you do have to look, what is what's best for me? Is it biblical truth? Is it what God has for me? Or is it what it feels good yeah. when I'm with them, but then I kind of don't feel so good after I leave. Like you really have to evaluate what is what's good. And I feel like the three of us could talk for six hours <laughs> about any of these topics, but we are nearing the end. I have two thoughts. Love it. <laughs> I was just about to say, oh. either of you, this is it. This is the time. To you give you your just said thoughts. like when people are saying to you, you're changing. And I've thought about the times where people have said to Bay specifically, oh, you've changed a lot. <laughs> and we've sat back and been like, good. Good. Yeah. Yes. yeah like, yes. I've been trying Praise to change. God. Like, like phew. <laughs> yeah. There's been people that are just <laughs> like, man, I just don't recognize you. And you're like, I'm Praise so God. Good. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. So if someone's saying you're changing, it's either a really good thing or a really or bad, a bad thing, thing. And that's depending on the person. The second thing, and this is super important, um, is 
it, the Bible says Jesus is fully God, fully man, and came full of grace and truth. Mm-hmm. And I think that those two two notes are so important when giving feedback and, and when uh, trying to uh, decipher when someone has given you feedback is is it, is it full of grace and is it full of truth? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because just because it's truth, truthful, um, or maybe I'll speak to giving feedback back specifically. Just because it's truthful doesn't mean that it's it's good, right? right? Um, just because it's graceful doesn't mean that it's good, right? So it, it's got to be full of grace and full of truth, which is a, a tension to be managed. I don't I don't think we're yeah. ever going to figure it out fully, but I, I think that that is that is the the most practical thing when walking into giving feedback to someone or receiving feedback from someone um, is is it full of grace? Is it full of truth? Because that was that was the DNA of Jesus. Yeah, so That's good, so good, so good, so good. Faye, that's. That's a good place to end. It really is. That's awesome. (laughs) Well, guys, if you just listened to this podcast, listen to it again. I know there was a lot in it, but it was a lot of good stuff. Share it. um, Get the news out about the new baby. (laughs) Go check their social media. Go follow me. Go follow me. Got to bump my uh, follower count. There you go. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of razor. Oh, a lot of Razor Scooter content on Brandon's page. That's yeah, incredible. I, <laughs> That's my, incredible. My Instagram, this is really important, Mary. So <laughs> This is good. This is a good place to go. My, uh, I used to be, when it came to my social media, like kind of insecure on feeling like it needed mm-hmm. to be like perfect, right? And then I just stopped giving <laughs> a crap. So I, I wanted, like I never posted because I wanted it to be to like. To be so good. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, screw this. So can you say that? <laughs> can I, I don't, I just okay. did. So, I mean, if that offends you, don't look at my, so- I'm just kidding. I post all wholesome content, but <laughs> it's just stupid content. Like it's just me riding a scooter. Uh-huh. Yeah. See, I, stuff. I would follow or I do follow. <laughs> I, I, would. I would, I would, if I cared, you don't have to follow me. I don't care <laughs> if you guys actually follow their me. friends. I'd yeah. love to meet you though and shake your hand and get to know your name. And there I can I that. can hook you up with a really good PB and J if you ever want. No, come to me. You guys know. <laughs> come to me when you need a PB and J. Maybe Mary will bring us into a, a youth service at the tree. There you go. We absolutely will. It you depends, guys you guys it will depends for how sure many see likes this. If this if this <laughs> podcast gets if this podcast gets twenty five likes. It's not twenty five, bump it. Fifty. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> if this podcast gets fifty likes, I'm looking into the camera. You at home. Okay, look into yours. Okay, okay. You at home. Split <laughs> screen. Dramatic music. <laughs> if this podcast gets 50 likes, we'll come to a real live in-person youth service and not charge Mary $1,000, which is what we normally <laughs> charge. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, you okay. heard it from them, so you'll see them meet them in person And the dramatic eventually. music. Yes, end it. I love it. Guys, I am so appreciative of you coming here and being on this podcast. Again, we love you guys, and we can't wait to get back with you guys in the fall. Um, A couple of announcements. Um, Youth starts back up on September 11th, um, uh, and it's going to be an absolutely incredible night. Ten days after my birthday. Ten days after Brandon's birthday. Um, So it's going to be an absolutely incredible kickoff. Like, it's going to be epic. So make sure that you guys are there, and, yeah, it's going to be awesome. That was the announcements. <laughs> I had another announcement, but no, Brandon's my birthday, that could be the other Brandon's, yeah. Brandon's birthday is the other announcement. Yeah, you can cash out me 1st. for my birthday. <laughs> there you go. I love it. All right, guys, we will see you guys soon. We love you, and thanks for tuning in. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>